life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and bees, fights, candle flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. Yeah, I've I also learned that uh Whenever I forget an iPod charger, just call the hotel front desk. Oh. Because someone has left Inevitably, one. 19 right. people have left them there in right. the last 20 years. So you can, instead of going out and spending $30 on an iPod charger, nice. just a little stuff I picked up nice. on the road. Maybe I think Ian Bag told me. Too. Right. Do you, did women leave bras? Is that the leading? No, I've left a computer. That's like Ooh, a bra. That's not good. <laughs> I know. I got it back, though. You oh, you did? did? Yes. They mailed it to me. Well, I've that's... left dresses that they claim they haven't found. <laughs> the computer they mailed to me. That's cool. that's. Cool. I figure if you tip them enough, mm-hmm. they'll mail you back anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's smart. I guess that makes sense. And I was a maid once in a hotel when I was in college, so I am extra sympathetic towards the hotel maids. Oh, that's cool. Good. I'll ask you about tipping them later. Okay. Because I don't, I don't know the. The etiquette? Yeah, I don't know. The, I didn't know you're supposed. I to... learned the hard way. If you leave money on a bed, uh-huh. that's a tip to the maids. Oh, <laughs> I, I I learned it the hard way. <laughs> I didn't know that. I yeah, thought. They just assume yeah. Showing. Yeah. Showing. Yeah. Are you taping this part? Yeah, we okay. are. So yeah, you keep her. You're good right there, Sula. You got a nice deep voice, so that picks up. All right, excellent. When do yourself spoken? So you might want to. Okay, I'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm super excited for this show. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you. Yeah, oh, thanks for having us. Thanks for tuning in the Road Stories podcast, everybody. Uh, I'm your host, Murray Valeriano. Last episode of 2013. This yeah. Is we made it. You made it right no, under the you wire. and I have been going back and forth. Oh, yeah. We've been... How long? Oh, boy. Six months easy. But what's really? so weird more than that? Wow, you really play hard to get. <laughs> I'm just always on the road. What can I do? You should do... If I could Skype this with you i wouldn't yeah. be able to do it i'm gonna kind of look into that technology also okay. right about skype i kind of like it where it's we're all together and face to face yeah yeah like on van on the cover of vanity fair when they have all the yeah the hollywood uh heavyweights and they say was this photoshop and they're like no we were actually all right. together and there's like a weight to that right right no it feels <laughs> like yeah no i, I get it yeah because we're all it. wearing gowns and right it all works out right. right and jeff tully was here to do our makeup yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, real quick introductions. Uh, uh, Jeff P- uh, Tully is uh, sitting and observing again. Thanks for uh, coming. He's getting into podcasting. Uh, I'll tell you again. Um, rack your story if you want to rack your brain if you want to tell a story at the end. Um, you had a week to prepare. <laughs> and uh, my guest today, um, coming to you on what is the second day? Oh, well, I should say Merry Christmas to those who celebrated Merry Christmas. This is... Uh, <laughs> um, I forgot to say it last time, so we're trying to get all the holidays out of the way. Um, and happy Boxing Day, I guess, is Boxing Today Day. Today is Boxing Day? I think it was yesterday. Oh, wow. But I'm sure England has some... Today is Wrapping Paper Day. Yeah. <laughs> some st- <laughs> happy uh, St... Fluffins Day in England. I'm sure they're celebrating <laughs> something where they have to. That sounds like a fun holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have to eat like a hard-boiled egg wrapped in the lining of a hedgehog's stomach or something that the Brits do. <laughs> and just a scone. Making... And a scone. Uh, so uh, joining us on this festive 
St. Cubbins Day, I guess is what we call it. <laughs> Making his second appearance on the show, uh, uh, really, uh, really funny cat, uh, Silly McCullough comes and joins us. A uh, writer, comedian, uh, best known as uh, Crazy from Crazy Legs, I would imagine. Sure, Crazy Hold on, Legs I got the title last time. You did. I got the title. Can I do it? Let's see if I can yeah, do it again. Yeah, do it again. Um, from that movie... Don't be a and I swear to God I have not prepped this. Don't be a <laughs> don't be a menace to don't be a menace to society while drinking South Central. Don't be, don't a, be a menace to, to South, South Central. Central. You have to have the South yeah, Central yeah. in there. Uh, That's what lets you know it's a hood movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> society! Come on, that could be anywhere. <laughs> Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice with the boys in the hood. Mm. Drinking your juice in the hood. In the hood. Yes. With the boys. Yes. No, no, no boys. boys. Yeah. No boys. No boys. <laughs> only only thugs. <laughs> but I saw that movie. I didn't even know that was the name of it. That was the title. And you know what the like the Wayans brothers? What they were thinking was, we're gonna make one of the longest titles in history. Yeah. So when they put it up on the marquee, they would use up all the letters. So you would have no choice but to see that movie. That was their thought process behind <laughs> behind that, which is actually pretty smart. Yeah, that's not a bad it was idea. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, nothing left to see. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I guess we have to see it because it's clearly up there as our only choice. Do mm-hmm. people recognize you all the time from that? You know what's strange? Like that is such a cult movie that it it comes in waves. Like sometimes I'll I'll go and I won't get recognized, and then I'll get recognized a ton. To the point where I'm like, uh, this must have just right, been on. Just, right, it must have just been on cable or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's interesting too because like my my daughter's 16 and she's a sophomore in high school, and her friends all like the movie, and so it's kind of cool to, you know, it, when when you have a 16 year old, you're just hoping that they don't turn on you. So, right. you know, it's nice to have that. <laughs> like I'm trying to get on Jimmy Fallon again because I want my stepson who's in college to actually watch right 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 yeah. right <laughs> so. um that lovely voice you hear from earphones left um who not only jimmy fallon did you say jimmy fallon again well i was only on it once okay but uh, that was like one of the highlights of my professional career yes yes awesome why was that such a highlight i just love him yeah I he's just great think he's so talented and uh, I don't know. I just felt like that was maybe because I am older and uh-huh. so that's hipper. And so yeah, I yeah. just felt like I was accepted into the... That makes a lot of sense. Like I'm not just... I'm retro now. I'm not just... <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not over. Right. No, no. <laughs> you're, you're hip like a Journey t-shirt, man. Yeah. You are, you are an ironic Journey t-shirt in the flesh. <laughs> like, like the Kiss... The, the Kiss Spez dispensers up there. Yeah. And the NSYNC lunchbox. Right. That's not quite hip yet, but it'll come. You it'll, look a little like just Well, it does have it, it does it does have yeah, I do? Yeah, yeah, you got you got JT on there, so that's never going out of stock. <laughs> right. <on. laughs> Speaking of Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's true. They do do a lot of Justin Timberlake. Wendy Liebman. We didn't even get Hello. your name out there. How are you? I'm great. Awesome. And her special came out this year on Showtime. Uh was great. I watched it uh over the summer. I think I yeah, it came Twittered out you. maybe a year or two ago. But oh, did? They're still airing it. So, okay. And they're was that the one that I was in yes, the audience was for? In the, I actually attended the audience. the audience as a regular audience member. Look That's at that. That's how much I, I love Wendy I invited everybody Liebman. I knew and liked. Yeah. And so, 
and Suli brought his in-laws. I did, oh, who nice. are huge fans of yours. Like just Figure. the fact that we're doing this podcast together <laughs> gives me legitimacy, just like Jimmy Fallon gave you legitimacy <laughs> with my in-laws. This, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Yes, I taped that. It was my 50th birthday present to myself. Mm-hmm. Instead of throwing a party, I had to perform. <laughs> and so here's a tip. If you're ever going to perform on your birthday, don't invite everybody who's seen your act before because, uh. no, it was special. It was really special. And, um, uh, but they're still also airing a special I did in 1996 on HBO. And more people see that. Oh, I've missed that. I've usually so kind of keep an eye on my what's... my half-hour comedy special. Oh, great. So, no residuals. We don't get residuals for no. shit like that. No, that's the bad thing about cable. What? You can swear on here. Yeah, that's the bad thing about cable. Especially when it comes cable. to residuals. You yeah. can swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's reason to swear. I want to say something to Wendy, which she doesn't know yet. Um, and it's good, so you can continue to swear. You like, okay. really got really tense right Uh-oh. there. Um, uh, I worked Vegas a few weeks ago. And I was at the improv. And uh, for those who've never been to the improv, every improv in the country starts off with a videotape. Welcome to the improv. And then they show um, clips of who's coming up next. And then they show this really obnoxious Todd Glass clip, which I can't believe they're still showing. But but they show it anyway. It's Todd being obnoxious. But what they do is they show, like, I don't know, three or four headliners coming up. And then I always watch. I always watch that and I would because you can I for me I can get a sense of what the audience is like if, based sure. on if they're paying attention they're paying to that attention, and if they laugh at, if the, they clips, laugh yeah, at sure. the clip and I and I did 12 shows at the improv in Vegas and Wendy was there behind, the week after me and I'm not lying when I say every time she came on she got laughs really? oh that's excellent. not even if the even if it was that shit bag Wednesday night second audience and you know who you people are if you're listening right right <laughs> but that's so ironic Murray because when I was there live nobody laughed <laughs> <laughs> so just watch my clips no, right <laughs> I love that room and I told Carl He's the manager of that room. And we've been there together. Right, yeah. Um, I've told him that I wouldn't be doing comedy still if it weren't for him. Because I really feel like he's the glue that holds that Vegas experience together for uh-huh. me. And I don't think I would have um, persevered, honestly. He's right. been so, um, what's the word? He's been so encouraging to yeah. me. So. And I mean that, like certain things along the way. I remember once I was in at Caroline's in New York City. Have you do you work there? Caroline's? I, I, I've worked there before. I haven't worked there in a while. Yeah, they. I haven't been back there in a while. But this right. one woman after this show that I thought was less than perfect. Well, I'm not a perfectionist, but it was less than good. Um, she said, "I hope." I hope you keep doing comedy forever. And like, I was going to quit comedy that day. Oh, really? Right. I mean, I don't know if I really would have gone through with it. Yeah, but you were at a low point where you needed somebody to... Yeah, and just out of nowhere, she said, I just hope you keep doing... Because you're such a role model. Oh, Oh, that's great. Boy, that's... Really talking about... That is enough to keep you going, though, man, you know? You know what? Every now and again, you do... You're a role model who talks about your bra. Right. (laughs) You're a bra model. (laughs) A bra model. Yeah, we got a five over there. But you know what's funny, though, is like you do need that sometimes. Like, you know, I mean, I've been doing it like, what, 20 years now? And there was a point where I was like, wow, I don't know if I want to continue to do this, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, I mean, I've had a situation where somebody's like, I, I think you're 
you're great at this and, yeah, yeah. and you know you you need that every now and again yeah you know and there's something about that vegas room too that i think because vegas is it, it attracts people from all over you really do get a sense of how your act plays to middle America. You know what I mean? It's no longer Peoria. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I mean, everyone's going there. there. You know, it's an interesting place to work because you, you know, you're competing with lights and slots and drinks Mm. and, you know, people do more there than they've ever done anywhere else. Like, they walk more than they ever do. They, you know, drink more than they ever do. (laughs) They stay up later than they normally do. And for you to hold their attention at a show, like, like it, it really is. Uh, I, I've always liked Vegas for that reason. Oh, that's I good. feel like it's a. I always felt like it was the the best place to test your jokes out before you were doing a TV set mm-hmm. because the audience is middle America, and you know if you can. You, you, I mean, it's really just a great barometer. Right. By the end of the twelve shows, though, I want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> after dude. 12 shows of doing the same material yeah. I have to like mix it up for myself somewhere like in day four I'm like okay I really have to just Right. Yeah, I always make if I if I get into a rhythm where I'm just like I I can't do that. I have to mix it up. Right. Just for your sanity. And right. the improv used to be when it was at the Riviera, it was 21 shows. It was it was Monday Whoa. through Sunday. I never did it once. 21 there. shows and they put you up they didn't even put you up in the Riviera. They put you up across the street at this place called the El Morocco. And uh, <laughs> it sounds as bad as I just, just the name indicates. Bed, they give you bed bugs. As right. As, yeah, well, they're like, you're going to need these because the other things you're going to be combating, you're going you're gonna to become friends with the bed bugs. <laughs> but it was that kind of place, like where it just, you was know. Was that when it, Steve Sharippa was running? Yes. Okay, yeah. It I smelled know. like murder. And, you know, <laughs> it was really, really bad. And, you know, yeah. it was just even more humiliating. I just remember walking across the street like into this kind of side service interest into the Riviera <laughs> to do your one of three shows. Well, you got to go see Crazy Girls for yeah. free. Well, you did see door. that for free. Well, actually, you know what? One of, one of the highlights of working the Riviera back then was like, it was when Sinatra was still around. Mm-hmm. So I did, They, you know, if you know you got in good with the guys, they would let you sort of sneak over to the main room. So I did get to see Sinatra oh, perform oh, cool. live. And actually one night... Um, I I almost had ran into him, but he was taking an elevator, him and his wife, late night, and I just happened to be going back to my room, which was in the same elevator. So I waited for an <laughs> I waited for an elevator with Frank Sinatra, that and I was oh, wow, which was pretty amazing for you know yeah, to yeah. have that in your arsenal. And this is how respectful I was when the elevator showed up. I let him and his wife take the elevator by themselves because. You know, it's Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Right. And he'll break your legs if you. (laughs) (laughs) It was implied. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, how how about the fatigue? Because um, at the end of that that 12th show on Sunday night, I felt I had no energy. Like, I was so tired from that week and I didn't go out and party or anything. I felt like I have, like, halfway through my set, I'm like, I have to bring up my energy. I have to. These people are here and they're having a good time. I'm lagging, man. Yeah. Do you uh, do you ever do you uh, do you usually stay the next day or do you leave after the late show? Um, I usually stay the next day. I tend to if it's an early show, I'll leave. But uh-huh. you know that late show goes to eleven oh five, so that's a see because I'm I'm the opposite as you. It's like yeah. that late show, I have so much energy because 
by the end of the week, I'm so over Vegas, I'm ready to leave. <laughs> well, <that's true> too. <laughs> so I, I usually, I don't do it as much now, but mm. I used to always drive yeah. home after that. See, I fly there, so my flight leaves the next morning, but I'm always packed by Saturday night. Right. That's how I am too. Like I am completely packed. Like I'm like, I don't care what, what is about to happen. Right. I am out of I here. I leave my clothes yeah. out for the next... Because yeah, yeah. Vegas is like, it's a two and a half day city. Like yeah, you, yeah. you got two and a half days to, to get it cracking mm-hmm. and anything after that is overkill. Well, yeah. I used to gamble. I used to do the slot machines and I won really big once. I won like $10,000. Really? Wow. quarter slot machine. It was right before 9-11. So government took half. That's right. 5000 Then so 5000 And then I didn't work for a month or two because of 9-11. Right, right. All my gigs right. were in Boston and New York. So right. cancel. So it even out in a way so sure. I don't feel like I made money plus I've put back so much money anyway now I don't gamble <laughs> I haven't gambled a penny in years really uh, yeah. I will play poker that's it I'll go play poker With when people. I'm there yeah 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 oh yeah you go to the you yeah I, I I play a little video poker but I'm. Uh, I worked with a comic my first time working there at the Riviera, mm-hmm. who was a big gambler, and you know his act was really polished. He had one of these crowd pleasing acts, and then in between shows he would go gamble and blow it all, and it just Jeez. terrified me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, there is no way. Like I was just, you know, I was still in college or mm-hmm. just out of college, and money was, you know, meant something to me. So right. I was like, I can't do this. Like this, I was glad I worked with this guy because he told me all. He showed me all the wrong yeah. things to well, you, you know <laughs> what i should avoid <laughs> well the first guy i worked with is like don't gamble don't blow your paycheck if you're gonna right. play something play poker and that's when i learned to play poker and i was like 98 or 99 right and that's the now i know. play candy crush <laughs> <laughs> Saga. but no i remember my first i had a roll of nickels for five dollars yeah it was, and i put them in one at a time with the other comedian at the this was at the Riv, and right. I remember feeling as they left my hand, what am I doing? Right, and right. Then, and it was so much money to me then. Right. And oh, yeah. Now now it's still so much money to me. It's just a different <laughs> perspective. I told this story the other night. Uh, Graham Elwood and Mike Siegel and those guys came over for Christmas, and uh, there, was a, there was a one-nighter in Mesquite. I don't know if you guys ever mm. did it. It was probably after you guys were established. I got started a little later than you guys, so it was probably around after you guys were established. And it was one nighter on the other side of Vegas. It's like, they say, oh, it's a half hour on the other side of Vegas. Right. Hour. Uh, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, my girlfriend in the time, we were going to go there. I was going to do my set, sleep over, and then drive to Colorado Springs where we were going to stay with our friends. And mm-hmm. um, she was going to drive the first leg. So after my show, she went home, went back to the hotel and went to bed. I come out. I sit down at the uh, video poker slot. I drop in my dollar, whatever, four quarters. You know, I order a drink. I hit the button. Bing, 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 bing. How much did I win? I must have won not nearly $8,000, but I won. 10000 Oh, 10000 yeah, 10000 Maybe Even it was more. <laughs> but I won like Eight two grand or something like really? that. Really? Like with, before my drink even got there. I didn't even know oh, what was going on. Wow. I didn't even know what was going on. I didn't ask the guy. I'm like, what happened? He's like, you won. I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So I took my money. I went. I woke up my girlfriend. I'm like, I'm driving. We're out of here. Wow. <laughs> my winnings Smart move. Left. I don't even remember if I did well that night. <laughs> it was show? irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows kind of meld together in your memory. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that. 
so whenever I have a show that I don't feel is great, I go, oh, I won't remember this. Like, right. But at the beginning, right. it would make me stop doing comedy for six months. Really? Yeah. Oh, that, Boston. really? Yeah. Not often, but sure. if I had a show that I, because I had a day job, so I just always fell back on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've worked in Vegas over the years. When I first moved out here, they had me open for bands at Caesars Palace. So oh. I got to open for like... Um, Sheena Easton and sure. Ronnie Millsap and Ray Charles. Oh, nice. awesome. That's pretty great. Nice. Yeah. And um, if my dad's listening, he's going to be really crazy about Ronnie Millsap. Right? <laughs> Ronnie Millsap's drummer wrote his name down on a napkin, asked me to send him a headshot, and then somebody threw the napkin away. Maybe it was me. I don't know. And I have felt guilty ever <laughs> since. Really? Yes. So if you're listening, Ronnie Millsap. <laughs> anybody knows Ronnie Millsap. Matt North, if you're listening in Nashville, if you know Ronnie Millsap's drummer. drummer. But right. um, Julio Iglesias, his audience didn't speak English. So they, yeah. It they, was, they just smiled and I, were like, oh, yeah, look, this, she's right. doing it. <laughs> I was so in above my head at that time. Oh, really? Yes. I was not ready for that, but I guess. How much time did you have to do? Between 15 and 20 minutes. Okay. And I probably didn't have that. Oh, really? Right. So this is right. early, early yeah. on. Yeah, I'm like six, seven years in when I got noticed. Yeah. Right. Um, but right. anyway, so Vegas has take, taken on different incarnations for me. Like, I really like doing the improv. Yeah. Right. Paris. Right. So I like the improv. I don't want my own room. People have said, do you want your own room? Like, no. I don't want to sure. live there. Sure. Oh, yeah. I, I went through phases where like I I didn't really care for Vegas, mm-hmm. and then I kind of was like, oh, and now I'm actually at a point where I enjoy it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh, this is cool, you know. And I I mean, I always like the stage time. Yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, but I actually, you know, I try and do stuff off the strip. Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's that why makes I always it, drive. I mean, like my yeah. laundry. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's really opened for Dave Chappelle recently. Oh, you did? I did. did. We talk about yeah, that? Yeah, I, I don't think so. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't think we did. Uh, that, this is probably since I I did the podcast okay, okay. the last time. I find that um, so cool. It was actually it was really great because Dave and I uh, we did shows together years ago in Scotland at the Edinburgh Festival, and that was right around the when he was in Men in Black, mm-hmm. and he was just starting to pop, but still it it wasn't what he became after Chappelle's show, and you know. Uh, what what was really cool about it is like we have this long history and i felt like it was just two guys that love doing stand up that are you know friends and it was just about doing stand up mm-hmm. and you know he's evolved or he's got kids and you know he's bringing all that on stage and i have kids now too so it was just to me it was like it was really one of the most fulfilling things i did this year you know, awesome. just in terms of spending time with somebody that you respect. Yeah, and yeah. The venues that we did were great. Mm-hmm. We did, uh, we did this room. Um, we did where where Richard Pryor shot live in concert, the Long Beach Terrace wow. Theater. Oh, okay. Which was, I mean, it's a three thousand seat venue, and it's beautiful and big, but it's still very intimate. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave had a. Uh, this this jazz band that does hip hop, you know, which was really a great way to set the tone for the room. Sure. Uh, because, you know, like it's hip hop music, but you still got to listen because it's, you know, coming out of horns and stuff. So, <laughs> but it just made for like, it was one of those, like I said, the shows that we did together were amazing. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I did a week in Vegas right afterwards. And I felt like I just took all that good 
positive energy and was in such a creative space, you know? Oh, awesome. I think so I it was great. posting something on Facebook about... Yeah, about yeah, shows, yeah. Like, and, you know, he just asked me. He said, hey, you know, I'm doing these dates. You want to do them again? I was like, uh, uh, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm... Yeah. Yes, I, I yes. Have goose, I have goosebumps. <laughs> she does. I'm, I can I see them. Literal goosebumps. That's yeah, awesome. That's so exciting. Now, you guys got uh, did... Um, some work together early on didn't you yeah we actually one of our first road dates was together yeah. and it just so happened that you know it was her first road date it was my really? first road date i was i was uh emceeing and you were featuring and then we were working with a comic that had been around and was pretty established and we were just kind of like well what's the road like you know <laughs> right. and it was the first time i'd ever stayed in a condo with uh-huh. another yeah. comedian and i've stayed in them since not too often, like yeah, yeah. in San Diego I did, and that was the only place I ever felt unsafe. The Comedy Store condo? No, this was the improv. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there was no lock on the door, Ooh. and like I needed one of those cocoon things to sleep in because who knew if they ever washed the sheet? I didn't Right, know. right. But this gig was with Suli was in Arizona. Yeah, in Tempe, Tempe, at the Tempe Improv. improv. And... Uh, yeah, so we were like living in a condo mm-hmm. together. I remember my then boyfriend at the time was like, I'm not sure I want you with another With guy. this attractive African-American <laughs> gentleman. <laughs> you like, can say it. You can say it. <laughs> I'm not sure I want you Wait, he's, sitting so close. Yeah, right. He's, he's black <laughs> with uh, cheekbones? No, no. <laughs> what? black it was male oh okay so it was just male it was she, hot she didn't right. she didn't dare tell him she was Did black he, yeah see it's a good thing it's not the the facebook twitter era because he could have looked me up and was like oh hell no yeah, yeah, yeah. he knew who you were <laughs> and i was like Sully. and it, you know what was funny is like i remember when we did that gig together like i was like oh cool it's like somebody i think who's who's funny and i like so it was like a it was like a you know a mm-hmm. sister brother sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. So it was yeah. like I was very respectful of your space, and you know what I mean. Like I was on my right. best behavior. I, I wasn't the normal. You never walked in on me. No, I didn't. I tried. I, t- I tried to time it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, you're writing again, right? Oh, uh, did you ever take a shower? <laughs> you're really dirty. <laughs> my boyfriend was right. I should have been worried. No, but it was it was a nice. Uh, christening in yeah, that yeah. world. Yeah. And then now I just um I demand that I'm in a hotel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. So there's no chance it would ever happen again. <laughs> Did you have any bad condo experiences that made you turn? No, but I've heard that uh well yeah, just that one in San Diego was disgusting. Oh yeah, yeah. Like right. I just felt uh, like, oh, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Like I should just put myself I should just put myself up in a hotel. Um, and I've had really bad hotels too. Oh, I've sure. had like the super eight and just feeling like that they hadn't vacuumed since. <laughs> right, 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 um, right. And I'm not snotty or mm-hmm. a germaphobe or anything sure. like that. But just when you just get that sense where, you know, a thousand other people have slept on that pillow. At, like, if you're lucky. Right. <laughs> right. If that's all right. right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess as I get older, I, I'm a little more um, persnickety. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think persnickety is. Not the... persnickety, but like I would never go this far. Like I heard that 
This is a rumor. (laughs) (laughs) I I love it already. I heard that like Barbara Streisand made them change the carpet in the hotel once. Wow. I heard that. Did you? I heard that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I think I'm going to go ahead and say that's factual. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just just knowing Barbara, I don't know her. Right. (laughs) But just from when you're that level, I bet you could demand that. I'm going to ask them to change the drapes. Right. Right. <laughs> I've started or I've started thinking about taking a picture of every hotel art, like mm-hmm. picture that's on right. the wall and then right. one day printing them all out and then using is that coffee a, table is book. that a coffee table yeah, book? That'd right. be great. Yeah. No, it's not yet. It should be Wendy Liebman's coffee. Because my table coffee book. table book I was originally gonna do green rooms, like take because I've done oh, every, that's cool. I've done everything from like a closet or uh-huh, the right, right. liquor room yeah, to yeah. Caesar's Palace. Oh, so this is a story that I want to tell. Um, <laughs> I love it. This, no, this is one of my favorite Wendy Liebman stand-up comedian stories. <laughs> so I opened for Julio Iglesias, and then I opened for Ray Charles, both at Caesar's Palace. And um, I was alone in this huge green room, like, mm-hmm. and I didn't know anybody. And so the only person I got to know was the waiter. <laughs> He's an older man, and, right? Um, so we hung out a little bit. I mean, just in before shows and everything. So I haven't thought of this man in I don't know fifteen years, and I'm thinking about him one day, and the next day, I go to do the Jimmy Kimmel show, uh-huh. and who walks into my dressing room but the waiter? The waiter. The waiter. Really? 15 years? Yeah. Wow. And he is in Jimmy Kimmel's band. He is the really? father <laughs> of Cleto. Really? Because didn't oh, Jimmy and Cleto yeah. grow up together? Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. So that's this right. This is Cleto Senior. I have goosebumps. I gave myself goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a... And that's that's an awesome story. Yeah. I'm like, I had thought of him the day before. Like, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there he is, and he's in Jimmy's band. Oh, that's very cool. And I just, I loved, I loved him. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Clito that's... Senior, he plays the sax or something. Oh, that's excellent. That is great. Oh, that's such a good story. Is that story. a good road story? I love that it. That is. That's a, I yeah. Love it. it gave me goosebumps. Did it? No. <laughs> just tattoos. Right. <laughs> I'm getting a tattoo. I have one tattoo, and I'm getting another tattoo because I don't know if you know. Oh, yeah, you do know I just survived a car crash. I do know that, yeah. Yeah, so Um, it was a very bad car crash. Yeah, hit by a drunk driver. We weren't hit. We were hit by the car that was hit, and then anyway, there were six cars involved, Mm -hmm. and the woman who was hit hardest died, and she was right next to me. So not to bum you out. Right. (laughs) But it has given me a zest for life. Right. Sure. Well, you know, what's interesting is I saw you on the news, and I think it was you and your husband, you were standing on the street. And I just, from when I used to write on The Tonight Show, I always watched the morning news, like, religiously. It's, It's something that's still in me. And I saw you, and I was like, oh, you must have been in the area. I had no idea you were involved in the accident itself until I read your Facebook post. And so, yeah. you know, I mean, it was, it, it, uh, I'm glad you're here. I can't yeah, believe yeah, you definitely. recognized me. It was like so little, but it was But that's how, that's how closely I watched the oh, news. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, there's Wendy Liebman. And, and you know, I was excited because I, right. you know, I know comedy Wendy Liebman. you knew Liebman. I would get my sad card. Yeah, I was like, right. oh, she's, yeah. <laughs> my health insurance. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, but I but I had no idea. And then I was like, oh, man. But, you know, it's like, you know how you know someone and you're excited to see them on TV. But, right. like, not that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I looked really confused at that time because it was late at night. Yes. I'm sure. Yeah. The I'm guy sure. went into the store. Not to... Um, hijacked the podcast, but the no, guy no. went into the store and got a beer. Right, he bought a six pack, and so and started um, drinking it. So I I've, guess he's thinking they can't prove that he was. Yeah, because yeah. now they can't. But you can't. They can. Yeah, yeah. but he, they didn't arrest him yet. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, we're not sure what's going on, but we just saw my car, and um, yeah. Anyway. Well, I will just say enough this. about me. You did say this was the first time you've driven since yes the so today I really, was yeah i mean oh, i have so a rental it, car oh wow i really appreciate you coming thank over. you yeah i think that's now i just gave myself goosebumps oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm driving 2013 like a, the year of goosebumps <laughs> i'm driving like a little old lady i bet I mean, yeah I probably i'm sure was driving like a little old lady before yeah yeah but um, now a little littler and now a little I'm older. littler right yeah. older but no I, it has given me a renewed sense of purpose so right, I, I want to be really funny I'm going to audition for America's Got Talent because I want to I want to be on that show oh awesome really yeah oh, are you doing it too uh no oh. <laughs> bring, I, yeah. they're really they're bringing and they want com- that's good they want comics they want good comics the, obviously the last two years a comic came that's comics yeah, come yeah right yeah yeah right so I right. said I want to audition and oh great hopefully oh good that's awesome oh that's excellent and, and, and you know how they have like a story beforehand mm-hmm. it'll be she almost oh, died in a car crash right and, and now she's right. yeah <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's amazing. So, and now she has a new zest for light, yeah. and and she's gonna if if the comedy doesn't work, she's gonna juggle. Exactly. Or I got a dog. And right. We can do some tricks. Right. Well, that's great. Speaking of 2013, we're coming up on the end of the year. Uh, anybody working New Year's? I'm not working New Year's, but I'm doing a show that I'm really excited about uh, on the third. I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing this uh, benefit for Tony Larusa's animal rescue organization uh-huh. in Northern California, and and Tony Larusa was recently inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, so um, sorry he, for for baseball. Okay. Yes, I as a manager, sports. he's one of the. Oh, I'm sorry. That's he's one, okay. He's like he's a, a, a well-known manager, Cardinals. Uh-huh. A, uh, A's, okay. like uh, numerous teams, but he's he's like the guy. Okay, cool. Uh, and so he has this animal rescue organization that he's very passionate about. They do a comedy show and a big weekend plan. Awesome. So I'm working with uh, with Kathleen Madigan Excellent. and Alan Havy. Oh, great. And, like it's just wow. a it's it's about five or six really great comics mm-hmm. and uh and 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 Tony is a really great guy like he called me personally to thank me for doing the show and so when you get like you know as comics we are so self-sufficient and oftentimes are in situations where uh you know people sort of take for granted what you do mm-hmm. to be a part of something where someone's completely appreciative yeah, that yeah. you're lending your talents. It's pretty it's pretty great. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, that's so I'm excited cool. about that. Where so that's, is it? Uh it's in Walnut Creek. Uh oh, up Northern a, California. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I get to go back up to Northern cool. California, which will be great. Um so that that's like yeah, that's this that's is, the big show that I'm excited about. This is the time of year for benefits. Yes. You yeah. Know, this is yeah. I don't this is I don't ever feel taken advantage of. But um, I actually enjoy doing benefits. So I love doing benefits because 
I feel like the audience knows I'm not getting paid, mm-hmm. so they're not judging me as harshly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Because they're like, oh, that's so cool. And then they want to be mm-hmm. nicer. Uh-huh. Like that, right. Maybe that's all in my head. Right, right. But um, I know I only know of Tony LaRusso through Elaine Boosler, who's also a big animal rescuer, and she talks about him. And oh, so really? Maybe she's doing that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, But no, I love doing benefits. Um, one time, Greg Fitzsimmons asked me to do a benefit for feral cats. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was, a, I thought he was joking. But there really was a benefit <laughs> in Santa Monica for feral cats. Do we have a lot of feral cats in Santa <laughs> I Monica? I guess you do. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's just wild cats, right? Yeah. Okay. That you can't. Go here, kitty, kitty. They'll go. They'll, yeah, they'll right. go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you ever get those disorganized benefits? I did one a while ago for uh, facial reconstruction or something, and I had to follow one of the patients. Oh wow! Speeches, you wow! Know? And it was literally tears as they brought me up. You know, right. so they're like they're poorly. They're not. They're just poorly organized. And not, yeah, sure. They, not, well, they don't understand that comedy needs the right yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. setup. Yeah. Yeah. I, I followed You'll a follow dirge tears. once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I followed a dirge once. A dirge? <laughs> well, it was like the saying Kaddish. For, I don't know. It was like a religious thing, and they were honoring the dead. And here's oh. Wendy Liebman. <laughs> um, but no, I did, <laughs> I did have to follow. I did a benefit for an organization my mother's involved with on Long Island in New York about like rescuing children mm-hmm. and domestic violence. And this woman got up and did 20 minutes on how she escaped her husband, her ex-husband. And, and then here's Wendy Lee. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. So yes, I'm right there yeah, yeah. with you. But disorganized benefits? Well, yeah, I, did, like, I call it disorganized. No, but like, other people are like, I did one benefit and there was no time for the comedy. Mm-hmm. Like they talked so much that oh, by the really? time I got up there, it was like five minutes instead of 20 minutes. It's like... Uh, you know what I call okay. that? Free dinner. Right, right. right. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. I'll take it. Look, there are some gigs I'd kind of wish people would talk a little more. <laughs> down the well, there was one benefit I did. Somebody organized it. God bless him because I, you know, any, God bless him. He organized it. Sure. And I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. There were 20 comedians. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And the audience is going, what the? F-? <laughs> by, by, by the fourth comedian, you're like, this clearly I get isn't it, funny. Right? Yeah. No, they, they wanted to give you your money. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benefit, right. An, it's a, it was a school night. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was like, enough. Right. <laughs> I get it. Four yeah. comics top. Right. Tops, yeah. Uh, that's more. Funny. People don't. Right. The people don't understand that. Right. Like, more. I feel like, like in comedy, you always run the risk of dealing with people that don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. Like even in rooms that you think are, it's going to be okay. Like I did a room uh, in the Palm Springs area and they had just brought comedy back. They used to do it there and then mm-hmm. brought it back, but the staff had changed. And so they left the, they, they, they put a guy in charge that clearly had probably been working there since, you know, like for two days. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I remember he walks in the room and I was working with, you know, a couple really strong comics and he just walks in the room and he looks at us and he goes, uh, okay, which one of you is on the undercard? 
Like that's, that's how little he knew about comedy. What's the undercard? Like I mean, he's a, obviously a boxing fan, so uh-huh. they have in boxing the 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 fights that aren't the main event are on the undercard. So <laughs> he just kind of goes, "All right, you go first, and then you go, and then you go, uh, and awesome. then you know the headliner's like, uh, hey, I'm 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 going last. Okay, whatever. Like no, I'm clue. the main event. Yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name's on the marquee. That's but that's awesome. how little he knew about yeah, it. I was yeah, like, yeah. well, who put this guy in charge? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, do you ever work New Year's, even though you're not working? Either? I Since I got married, or since I met my husband about 15 years ago, I haven't worked on New Year's. Not on purpose. Oh, really? I just haven't been asked to. Hmm. But I did work one New Year's before all this it was at the mgm grand in las vegas it had just reopened um barbara streisand was in the big room oh nice. in the middle room was having them change their carpets yeah. right, right. <laughs> i think that's where i heard it in the middle room was don rickles opening for frank sinatra in the middle Fantastic. room and then in the little room i was opening for kenny loggins oh, so by nice. the time they got to us it was like the people who really just had no money. Right, right, right. <laughs> or right. wanted to see Kenny Loggins, who was amazing. I would right. pay top dollar to see all three of those shows. Right. I see any of those Yeah, shows. I would go back to back and Including and you, Lindy. Yeah. Not just well, Kenny Loggins. Thank Loggins. You. And um, I was, it was at that show. Maybe it wasn't New Year's, but it was that week. And uh, Kenny Loggins' drummer stopped the show i guess he had cleared this with kenny loggins and he said i just want to propose to my wife who's or to my fiance or my girlfriend who's sitting right. in the audience and she was sitting in the audience oh that's pretty and cool he proposed to her so cut to i'm at my elementary school with my stepson years later and this woman comes up she goes do you have a sister who's a stand-up comedian and i said well no that was me she said you were in the audience the night my husband proposed to oh me. wow, so wow. Was herman matthews wife wow oh, that's excellent <laughs> so, it all everything's yeah, very all good. Connected I with know. You. I bet Cleto played at their wedding. Right. <laughs> Wendy bookend Leaveman. Right. My life is a series of strange coincidences. Really? Like, yeah. I don't know if it's because I talk so much <laughs> and I meet a lot of people, but yeah, yeah, everybody is like half a degree of separation. Well, that's incredible. It's a good way to live. Yeah. I I uh, I, I, I usually do um, New Year's Eve shows, you but do? you know what I do is I try to make sure if I'm working in the clubs, I'll do the eight o'clock show and mm-hmm. not the ten o'clock show. Yeah, like I used to do the later show early on when I was just starting to get my footing. And what I realized is the closer it gets to midnight, the less they want to hear what you have to say, yeah. and you just become a traffic cop at that point. Yeah, like, yeah. it's almost midnight, everybody. <laughs> Who wants to make some noise? <laughs> No, I think on New Year's, it's like, unless you're giving them God or sex, they don't... Yeah, you can't right. Give or them champagne. Yeah. Champagne, <laughs> Or a blower. Um, yeah, a blower. Right, I think right. I opened for Anne Margaret in Atlantic City mm-hmm. on New Year's once, and it was just like, you just feel like you are... Yeah, that's what you are. You're yeah, you're a traffic cop. cop. Yeah. Um, Somebody told the story that they one club made the mistake of handing the blowers out. Oh. As they walk through the door. Oh no! So for like the for two, I was just I got asked to do. Now that I have a, a a little kid, we don't do anything on New Year's anyway. So um, New Year's is not a big holiday for me and my wife anyway. And 
we got a baby now. So I got asked to do New Year's at the ice house and mm-hmm. I was going to do it. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to drive yeah, I don't right. on drive New Year's. Like I would rather do Vegas on New right. Year's or do Indianapolis where right. I don't have to, because that's a 45 minute drive either right. way on New Year's. Right. With every- Why didn't they ask me? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm closer. No, but I don't want to drive. You know? I don't, especially since the drunk driving accident. Oh, I don't want to yeah. drive right, on sure. New Year's, Definitely. on Thursdays. I don't want to drive. Yeah, yeah. Unless I have to, but yeah, if I could fly there, if they want to fly the me elevator, to, if they want to fly me to Pasadena, I'll t- <laughs> right? Well, then that's a good from game. LAX to Burbank, and from then now on, when I'm do just you get flying to, pick me up? to gigs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was my oh Suli, uh brought notes. I I did bring notes. Oh, Which you know what, what I was I gonna? Oh, there was one story I wanted to tell. I you know we were talking about just how you know sometimes comedy is 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 chaotic mm-hmm. and. You know, it's like you have to be so focused on what you're doing because the variables change all the time. And I was thinking about this gig that I did um, during spring break uh, in Lake Havasu, which uh, sounded good. I remember being excited about it and... Uh, but it was it was anything but that. It was a lot of travel to get there. We had to fly and we had to drive. And by the time we got there, we were performing. I was working with Jeff Cesario, Love who Jeff. is oh, yeah. great. And He's so great. I was excited about that. You know, I was like, oh, Jeff's hilarious. You know, we're going to be fine. So we get to this gig and we are literally performing poolside during spring break. <laughs> <laughs> And this is how you know. Well, this is the thing: is everybody is in their bikinis and Mm. their swim gear, and they've got (laughs) drinks and suntan lotion and everything that had nothing to do with comedy. And so, you know, they sort of we go through this bar and outside to the pool area. There's no stage. I don't think. I think there was barely a microphone, or if there was one, the cord wasn't long enough. (laughs) So it was just. I remember thinking. This was the hands down, just the worst gig possible for two really pretty good comedians. (laughs) And I just remember being mad that I had clothes on, you know what I mean? Like, what a waste. Yeah, I was like, well, I don't even have, I don't even have, yeah, I had on like my nighttime comedy outfit. And it was the so, cardigan. And yeah, the- it was. It was so wrong. <laughs> Just everything about cause yeah. comedy. You need a low ceiling. Yeah, oh, you yeah, did. Yeah, 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 there was no low ceiling here. I did one gig for Nike. Mm-hmm. This was in the nineties, or yeah, no, when the early two thousand. No, the nineties, and they paid me more money than I made. As a secretary for a year. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I didn't make that much as a secretary right, right. for a year. But they flew myself and a friend of mine first class, mm-hmm. which that doesn't happen that often. Yeah. They gave me all the free sneakers I wanted. Wow. What? See, and that's Cole a gig I, I'm jealous right. of. Yeah, right? Cole, actually, they have Cole Han, so I got a pair of boots that I wore right. through the soles of them. And then um, I get to the show and it's their Christmas party. Uh-huh. And they literally had me standing on a platform, which was like 20 feet high. They had people sitting in couches around me at the bottom, like eight couches. And then there was a basketball 
game going on in the background. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I thought to myself, just do it. Like the night before. Just do it and take the money and run. Yeah, it right. was ridiculous. Right, right. <laughs> that, was my, that was my worst variable. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Did you get started in Boston? I started in Boston. I took a class at the Cambridge Center for Adult Education. My teacher was a guy named Ron Lynch. Oh, and he still stand up, yeah, no, right. not the Ron Lynch. The Ron yeah. Lynch. Really? Yeah. I Ron on That's here a good before. teacher. Yeah. I had no idea he taught back when he was in Boston. He did, and you can't really teach somebody to do comedy, sure. but it was just the focus of it yeah, and yeah. the drinking and yeah. right. It was right. just the camaraderie, and it was really a great. It's what I needed. Mm -hmm. I was. I thought I was going to be a psychologist, and I was doing psych research, and I thought I don't want to deal with these crazy people. I'd rather make. A hundred people laugh, then one person cry. Now, now it's maybe one person laugh, right. hundred people cry. Right. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I started. I did open mic there for six years, and then got seen by Bud Friedman. Sure, right. Now I can't get on the phone, and then uh, <laughs> that's the truth. I say he discovered me on the Tonight Show. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, so I started in Boston, oh, that's even funny. though I'm a New Yorker. Yeah. But yeah, people assume I'm from New York or they think I'm from Boston, but right. I just went to college there. Oh, so. okay. That's funny. Like people always used to think that I started in New York and I was from New York, but I started here. Um, we had, I, I, was, I was at UCLA and we had a comedy club. Uh, which shows you all the resources UCLA has. Right. You can, you know, just kind of, we would get together. Yeah, it was a comedy club. We would get together. It was on campus? It was on campus. Oh, okay. We would get together. We'd, we'd uh, work on each other's material. And then we would do shows in the dorms mm -hmm. uh, and then bring in an established comic. And so uh, Jerry Seinfeld did a concert at UCLA mm -hmm. and four guys from the comedy club got to open up for him. Oh, cool. And in the writer, they were very specific that the opening act can do no more than 20 minutes. And so four of us were each doing five minutes. And I remember going, well, five minutes, that's not a lot of time. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I was going to, I was going to back out and let the other guys have, have, you know, two more minutes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I decided to do the show and uh, his manager, George Shapiro, was in the audience. And afterwards, he came up to me. He said, I think you have a lot of talent. Here's my card. Give me a call. And I didn't know who he was. Right, you know? right. So I called my one friend that was kind of an established comic. And I said, have you heard of this uh, George Shapiro guy? And he goes, are you crazy? That's one of the biggest managers in, 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 in comedy. So... Uh, I called him uh, immediately. Sure, sure. <laughs> and I said, uh, and and he and he took a meeting. And I said to him, "This is how naive I was." Uh, my friend Chris Spencer was in the comedy know, club Chris. also, yeah, yeah. and I said. Uh, my friend Chris wants to be a comedian too. Can he come to the meeting? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so George, being the great guy that he is, is like, sure. So he took oh. a meeting with the both of us, wow. even though he knew he wanted to sign me. Sure, and sure. The great thing is, is he said that uh, what he loved about that was 
it it really showed like my character as you know that I'm trying to hook up right, my right. buddy. That was so and, nice of you. Well, you or know, naive. Was, yeah, yeah. It was, I, I think it was naive. Now <laughs> looking back, it was totally naive. <laughs> but he did very well for himself. Yeah, and Chris. As well. Yeah, Chris is now yeah, the yeah. executive producer of uh, Kevin Hart's show, Real Husbands oh, of Hollywood. Oh, and, great. So yeah, and he has his own comedy room. And he has his own comedy room, Inside Jokes. So mm-hmm. uh, it 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 worked out. Right. It yeah, worked yeah. out. Oh, Chris and is so. Great. Yeah, and so uh, you know, like I still see see Jerry every now and again, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like I felt like I got jumped into comedy the right way. Who oh, were the other awesome. two comedians? Yeah, I was just gonna ask. Uh, oh, guys, that no, no, uh, I didn't mean it. Wendy. Guys that uh, uh, one of them is a, is a producer, a guy named Fred Tatashore, and then um, uh, another comic that I, I don't I don't even think he's doing comedy. Now, oh, okay. But, yeah, so that's so cool. Yeah, that is yeah. comedy yeah. club. Yeah, we had that. So yeah, I I I'm thankful to the comedy club. That's I like. And I still like... had a year of school left too. So you know, I I finished, and I you know I wanted to drop out then because oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm gonna I get to do this now. Yeah, yeah. But I finished school and then started. At that time, I started in the open mics at the Laugh Factory mm-hmm. and the Improv, and you know, and and that's how I started emceeing. So I I started out here from you know like kind of the bottom. I like so. how you thought five minutes was not that much time. Oh, I know. Like uh, the ego. Five minutes, at that, five minutes. Are you crazy? Dude, I, how am I going to impress the girls with five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about the girls? George Shapiro yeah, right, approached right. you after the show. I mean, what we do is crazy, right? As yeah. comedian. Oh, sure. oh, like, yeah. The fact that we... I'm always amazed at who whoever I see on stage I'm like what is that person's story oh I am too I I still like to this day love it and I'm just I mean I'm so in awe of it it's like wow people look he's he's getting up there and he Mm -hmm. has something funny to say and you know uh, it's really pretty amazing (laughs) that's great you know that's why you mentioned uh Bud Friedman <laughs> discovering you on the Tonight Show. Uh, <laughs> he just happened to be. He came out when I was at Vegas and came to the Saturday Night Show and then invited me down to a benefit they're having for a, a sitcomic named uh, Pam Madison. Pam yes. Madison, yes, Pam yeah. Madison. So yeah. I went to the benefit um, and I saw Bud there and his wife, and that's a whole other story. But then the following week, Jimmy Pardo does his podcastathon every year, right? And Bud was one of the guests. And he was talking about the benefit, and he's like, "Oh, and Murray Valeriano was there." And I'm oh, like, wow! And like Jimmy, like you know, emails me the next day. He's like, "Bud Friedman name dropped." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, it only took 15 years for him to know right. my name." <laughs> I've been working in his hey, whatever it takes. Right? right? It was actually right. his wife, Alex, who oh, saw yeah. me, and she liked me, and she's like nudging Bud. Right? Hey, she's funny. Right? <laughs> so. Right? That's awesome. Uh, before we wrap up, and you had another on your notes. Anything else? Um, that was the, 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 wait, did you bring notes or was those directions? I forget. Those are directions, but I did want to tell the, I did want to tell that story because I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it fits. I thought it fits the road stories. And I never finished the tattoo story. Oh, right. Tell us about your tattoo. So I have one and Uh that's a long story. It's somebody's initials, but it all worked out. And then. Are those um, initials SM? (laughs) (laughs) No, but who is the comedian Amir Golan said he wanted to get, um, a tattoo that says mom and his, he wanted his mom to get a tattoo that says what? Oh, that's <laughs> um, awesome. So, but my stepson and I were thinking about getting t- matching tattoos. Mm-hmm. I, I was looking at Suli's tattoo. That's what reminded yeah. me of yeah, it. Yeah. And I, so I was Googling them because I wanted to give it to him as a holiday present. And so I wanted to get a little picture and I found one that said alive and it's like a little, an- it's on the ankle and it says alive. 
and I, that's what I want now. Right, yeah, now because I'm, you're alive. alive. Yes, I, I think right. I was saying to Mary and Jeff before, maybe I'm not alive. No, and, you are. You're very much alive. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, you, so. you made us all realize we're alive because you had some good stories. Yeah, good, thank good you. Good quality laughs and goosebumps. If that doesn't tell I'm you so you're alive. I'm so glad I finally got to do your show after all that hounding. I know. Here's the, what you don't want to do. Follow me on Twitter because then I'll hound you to get on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear to God, you had written to me once and you said, can we do it? Can we now look at it again? Mm-hmm. Date? I had been thinking about you and I didn't oh. want you to just think that I said that because you wrote to me again. I really, I, I was concerned that I had a loose end. Oh, well, that's now sweet. I'm glad we finished. Right. right. I forgot Tied who, this up. I forgot who recommended you. Bud who gave Friedman. me your email? I forgot. Bud Friedman did. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you'll, uh, guys, just bear with me for a few minutes. I have a, sure. a couple of things to, and chime in if you want. Um, I just want to, since it's the last episode and this has been such a really good year for the road stories podcast. It's, um, so I just wanted to share a few thank yous. Um, uh, first of all, just, uh, just thanks to all the listeners, um, like people from the beginning, like at tab girl on Twitter. Thank you so much. And one MJ on Twitter. You're awesome. And, uh, wow, this is like shout outs. I, I like know. It. I know. Well, these guys, <laughs> you know, tab girl's been, I think since day one and I've been doing this for tab girl's years. been down since day one. Oh yeah. Is she, what you're she, saying. She <laughs> knows what it is. I've never met her. I, as a matter of fact, I don't even know her real name. That's why I'm giving her a Twitter I don't handle. even know if it's a girl. Right. It, it says right. girl. <laughs> That's all I'm going with. So thank you guys for listening. And the newer guys who've been starting to, uh, like Aaron Berghardt over at All Things Comedy, who's helping out uh, over there. And then listeners like Jared Mock, who uh, you know always has an opinion on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, new listeners like Jim Glass, I, I really appreciate it. It has been a good year. Um, uh, I, I had this whole list of things I wanted to say on why it was such a good year, but now I don't think it's going to bore everybody. No, but just uh, signing with. I want to know why it was yeah. a good year. All right, well, uh, signed with uh, All Things Comedy. We're now part of Bill Burr and Al Madrigal's network. Oh, uh, that's wow. excellent! Yeah. Love that. that. Was great. We did the LA Podcast Festival this year, which was awesome. Woo-hoo. See, uh, got Brian Regan on my show. Who's what? One of my favorite comics wow. this year. Come on, it was awesome. And uh, <clears throat> USA Today's Pop Candy blog said mentioned us as one of the best podcast of 2013. See? See? So that was good. But what I'm really proud of is the listeners bought t-shirts um, to benefit Jimmy Pardo and Smile Train. So we were able to uh, hook some Look, you're moving with, merchandise. I'm moving merchandise and helping uh, kids with cleft palate. So See? I really appreciate that, guys. That That's was awesome. Sweet. So I do appreciate all the listeners and uh, all the reviews and emails I get. So 2014, it's going to be, uh, let's try and make that a better year too. Right. And so speaking of 2014, what's coming up for you guys? Well, I'm doing that Tony LaRusso awesome. benefit on January 3rd, and then the following week I'll be Walnut at... Walnut Creek in Northern California. That's in Walnut Creek, and then the following week I will be at the Improv in Lake Tahoe. Excellent. Which also happens to coincide on my birthday on the 12th, so I'm going to spend my birthday in the snow. Nice. You know what I mean? I'm going to do that. That's what I'm doing for 2014. And then uh, I have a reoccurring on Kevin Hart show. Excellent. Which is cool. So cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited Great. for 2014. I can't wait. That's awesome. Yeah. And and I'm on Twitter, of at, course, at Sulu McCullough. S-U-L-I-M-C-C-U-L-L-O-U-G-H. Please follow me. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Miss Liebman. 
I don't have a gig until Valentine's Day. Oh, January love's off? in the air. I, not on purpose. It just happened. But I think the universe conspired to let me rest at home yeah. in, mm-hmm. in the wake of all this. But I am writing a musical with my husband oh, about really? stand-up comedy set awesome. in Las Vegas over Valentine's Day weekend. <laughs> oh, nice. Called Home on Tuesday. Oh, that's so great. hopefully by the end of 2014, I will have completed that with my husband. Awesome. Um, yeah, I wrote songs for it. I'm not a songwriter, mm-hmm. but they just came out of me. I can't tell you when I wrote them, and it, it was just like something, a skill I didn't know I had. Excellent. And um, yeah, my gig is in Alabama at the Astrodome. Uh-huh. Have you been there? No, not no. the Astrodome. <laughs> I'm thinking big. Um, no, it's, it's like, like, well, I see why you're off for January. <laughs> what is it called? The, the Biodome. No, it's something. It's in, a, it's in Birmingham. Okay. So. It's a dome of some sort. Yeah, some sort of sea windy leaving in the shape. dome. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, I'm not even funny. You're laughing at me. Um, but yeah, and I'm just going to continue to write. I do a radio show every Saturday night with awesome. Terry Nunn on KCSN 88.5. Terry Nunn? Streaming on the web. From? From the band Berlin. Yeah. I'm her, oh, that's cool. I'm her comedy awesome. sidekick. And what, what do you guys do? On? Is it music oriented? It's or? mostly music. A lot of like uh, electronic dance music. So I'm familiar now with all the DJs who perform in Vegas. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Which are the, the highest paid yeah, acts yeah. in Vegas right now. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we also play classic, you know, Fleetwood Mac and stuff oh, awesome. like that. So it's every Saturday night, 10 to midnight. On what again? I'm sorry. KCSN 88.5. Excellent. Streaming out of Northridge. I, I, nice. I've had such a crush on Terry Nunn. Really? But, I'll show you pictures. Uh, please. <laughs> I'll show you pictures. <laughs> that was really It just got dirty. That's a, long, that's a long story how I met her. We'll really? that for your next, awesome. the next so time next you time you on. come on. Anytime. Both of you. Anytime. WendyLeeman.com. Is that it? WendyLeeman.com or at WendyLeeman.com. On, on Twitter. Twitter. Excellent. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, so, guys, uh, and of course, I thank everybody, but the comedians, first and foremost, who come over here and drive across town and don't get paid, but in bagels and Chinese food occasionally, I really appreciate you guys coming over. Um, so, 2014, I'll be at the New York Podcast Festival on January 11th with this show. And uh, get tickets now. And the San Francisco Sketch Festival, which I'm lining up some really great comics. So uh, get your tickets for that. And uh, tour dates are up on the website. And t-shirts, which you guys will be going home with today. Yeah! Woo! Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If I remember. Don't get too excited. Uh, Classic t-shirts you can get at MurrayValeria.com. And then the new ones are up at Estoy Merchandising. Uh, Those are really great. Uh, At Murray V. And please write a view on iTunes. And thanks again for such a great 2013. And we'll see you uh, in 2014. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Happy New Year. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great at bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon.